0: Episode 66, and welcome in to the Bench Clear Podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants, who went a pretty good 4-2 last week.
1: I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are currently sitting at 2-2 on the week. However, they are beating the Pirates 2-1 in the bottom of the seventh.
0: So hopefully we turn that into a nice little three and two week. Yeah, I just, I think I might be confused because in my notes here, yeah, I'm, I'm just double trying to triple check here. And it does say that they took three out of four at the Cubs and then they split with the and that means four and two. And I am double checking the standard. It's just, I'm a little confused because two weeks ago you said, oh, I know the Giants are in first, but in two weeks, you won't be there, and you'll never see fucking first place again. But it still I'm, looks like I'm a little confused I'm, too. Because
1: I'm do you see scared. that I have nothing? I'm eating nothing. I was supposed You're to be eat? eating Chipotle a week ago. For that you haven't I hit won. me
0: up for it. I keep on telling you, hey, I'll send you the money. Just let me know how much how much your Chipotle is. I don't know what your order hey, what your order is. A man,
1: a man of integrity would just send me fifteen
0: bucks just so i, can I get it whenever i want <laughs> well i all i know is is my order is like 19 and change you Jesus know uh, Christ. A, burrito, a burrito and some chips and guac so
2: uh,
0: i guess i haven't yeah. been in
2: chipotle in a long time
0: yeah so that's that's the problem right there i'm also a man that knows that things change and i want to make sure the, the right amount of money is deposited okay so You're right this is I think on My order
1: is 47
0: dollars <laughs> this is on you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try to get a. They re- send me a receipt, and you're just gonna yeah. write on there three hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, man, a lot a lot of stuff has been going around in, in, in baseball. It's really nice of you to still be watching these Dodger games. You know, with with the team rebuilding and all, and you know, not in first yes. place. It's 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 it's, of course. it's it's been pretty rough for you. Um, but let's talk around the league. Let's let's get familiar with what's going on with a new segment we like to play that we like to call play, say what? Here's Garrett Cole talking about his take on if he used spider tack or not.
2: And have you ever used spider Attack while pitching?
0: Um, I don't... I don't
2: know. I, I, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know quite... I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I mean there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players from the last generation of players to this generation of players. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I've stood pretty, stood pretty firm in in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and and I again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game, and this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including you know teams, and so if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have, um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this.
0: So obviously, he uses it. I mean, I don't think it was any secret. I mean, he's he's kind of like the Barry Bonds of this, uh, of this situation. Everyone knows he uses it. And it's just a matter of if it's going to come out or how he's going to be able to deal once they take it away from him. So, and I hate to keep just beating, like beating this down. Right. Um, Because we've been talking about it. Like, fuck. I feel like we mentioned the last four podcasts, but it just keeps coming up. But I mean, first, what do you think? What are you thinking about this? Oh, the the Garrett Cole thing. And then also what's your stance officially? Because I, I feel like you talk to you, you listen to some people in podcasts, I'm not calling one out, but they'll avocally like say they're against it, and then one of their players on their favorite team it comes out and they're probably using it, and then it's like, well, every <clears> player uses it. So is it cheating? How do you take a stand on that?
1: I don't know. It's hard to say because it's never really been. policed right i'm against it i'm i said i think it was in last week's that i think the best way to do it would be to let them use pine tar sunscreen and rosin because pine tar doesn't give you the crazy rpms that spider tech does and because pine tar is a substance that's allowed on the field for batters it would be you know it's going to be hard to police it in a sense where they're collecting these balls and if they have pine tar on it, what if it hits someone's bat? Justin Turner has pine tar 25 inches up his bat, way past the 18-inch limit. <clears throat> so it's certainly possible. But I, I think spider tech that's cheating. Spider attack right. is what's going to give you those glue strands coming off the ball. And, I mean, that's insane. Pine yeah. tar is not going to give you that. Pine tar is going to give you more grip and a little increase in RPMs. But if everyone that's using spider tack gets pushed down to pine tar, there's going to be a significant drop. And I mean, look at it. Garrett Cole's RPMs are way down. Walker Bueller's RPMs are way down.
0: And he's uh, had the yesterday. blister. He's, he's been having those blister issues. That's probably what it's coming from.
1: Right. Not trying to be that so, guy. But. And that's the thing is, I, I mean, I think it's in poor taste to use that stuff. I don't know right. if you can call it cheating because it hasn't really been policed. So right. it but I don't think any everyone, so either everyone should be using it or no one should be using it. There should be right. no none of this in between. So that's why I feel like if you regulate and say sunscreen and rosin's fine, pine tar is fine, then we we move forward.
0: Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm on the same page with you. I I think that it needs I feel like it should be looked honestly the same level as, as steroids or something that should be pushed out of the game, but I don't think it should be a thing of, you know, people should be, their name should be tarnished because of it. Um, you know, because they're not only, not only was it in like, n- no one was getting in trouble for using this stuff. It was strongly encouraged everywhere. You know, th- it was another thing like, like steroids, people were pushing it. Like if you're not using it, you're like, not helping out your team as much as possible. So, get it out of get it out of sports. It's it's, it's not okay to have uh, the, the crazy amount of strikeouts we're we're having now because guys are, you know, gluing their fingers to the ball. Um, I, it needs to stop. But at the same time, this is not the Astros cheating scandal where there's one team cheating a team. And I I don't I don't want to say the Astros were the only only team. I'm sure there's probably you know a, a, a team or two. But they were the team that won the World Series from it, and they got hardware because of it so any team that got found out doing that same thing should be should be punished just, just as well as the astros but yeah I, I, I it's not as bad as that but i i would compare it to steroids and and, and think it needs to get out of the game um but here, no one should be touched because of it
1: here's something i just kind of thought of the, the foreign substances i ain't never thought like I, I ain't ne- are you talking about malibus one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: i never uh, thought of
1: it like that why don't you just be brothers um <laughs> Here's something I just thought about. You, <clears throat> the foreign substances has never really been policed, right? However, right. using pine tar has been policed. Like right. if we remember the Michael Pineda fucking right. slick spot, so on, on the neck, on the hickey. You know yeah. what? It is cheating because pine tar is being policed. So if you're going above and beyond pine tar and using something that's stickier, right. using something that's going to increase your RPMs more, then yes, it is cheating. And you know it, but you might be able to get away with it because I don't know what these substances look like. But pine tar, like James Karencheck had that black mark on his glove. Maybe these right. don't have that. And if they're kind of a transparent uh, surface, then you might be able to get away with it. But you're using that because you know you can get away with it. No right. one's out there putting pine tar on their necks anymore. Right. Because, you know, they're going to get popped for it. So it... they. It is cheating, but MLB, it's because MLB has kind of let it
0: happen. Right. So it's, And they can't just, it's, it's just weird that the, the time they want to police it is in the middle of the season and not telling players before the season, hey, you know what's going on, stop it now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how they're going to police it. I've, I've heard, um, you know, in the Sports Illustrated story, they were talking about how – um you know, the uh, one idea was to punish the managers or, or the um, the owners um, or, or general managers, because they don't know, because it's kind of like, yeah, because I don't know, because I don't want to know type thing yeah built in deniability. But if their jobs are on the line, I'm sure they're going to find out and they're cleaning it up. So that's, that's one way. Um, but I just don't understand why if you know, rosin and sunscreen does the job and it gives you the least amount of uptick in your RPMs why that's not efficient. So I think that, I mean, I get pine tars on the field, um, but if people have been getting, you know, dinged for, for for pine tar, then no, they shouldn't be using it. So well, what's, um, what's crazy to me too, just real quick is, have you ever used pine tar before? I've never felt pine tar in my life.
1: Pine tar is so incredibly sticky. Mm-hmm. To think that spider tack, is that much stickier is insane to me yeah i feel like your your fingers might not even come off the ball right right so the the fact that these guys are using something like that is crazy because even pine tar i mean it's like the thickest sappiest stuff you can think of
0: right right i mean it it sticks really well and there's stuff no. that people are using, like like Trevor Bauer was talking about the melted melted down coke with you know like stuff. So I I don't know, man. I I, I mean we're gonna see this as, as it comes to light, but I think we need it right now before anyone comes out because I don't want to just single out you know Walker Bueller, but it kind of makes sense with his blister issues and, and his RPMs are now. It seems like he's probably one. And just to kind of be evil even playing field, not trying to be a homer here. Um, I don't know. It seems to me, Kevin Gossman touches the tip of his hat an awful lot. So I, for all I know, it could just be some extra rosin and, and, and some sunscreen up there. It could be just some pine tar, but you know, it could, people are saying that 80% of these pictures are, are using at least something that doesn't mean 80% of pictures are using, are using um, a spider tack. A lot of them could be using yeah. sunscreen and rosin and pine tar and, and, and that, Shouldn't even be a big deal. It should be police, but it shouldn't even be a big deal on someone's name. But that other stuff should be out of the game. People should get exposed, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as as other things. Yeah.
1: One last point that I want to hit on. I believe it was the Chris Rose podcast I was listening to. And he made a really good point. You know, it's illegal for a pitcher to go to the mouth with their hands on the mound. And you have to walk off the mound when's the last time you saw someone do that right. and that and and made me think like holy Good shit point. no one does that anymore
0: Sergio Romo, that's have, the only person i know <laughs> you because you have all in there
1: you have pine tar or sticky cement on your fingers so of course right. you're not going to go to the mouth so right. once i thought of that i was like holy shit everyone's using something <laughs>
0: everyone <laughs> yeah and you know like we said other things are are, are different than others but we, you know We'll see what happens in the next coming weeks. I feel like it's the calm before the storm. But on to our next clip, a player, player, say, what? Is our guy Pete Alonzo with another, I never thought of it like that type moment. I hadn't
2: heard until you mentioned it, the idea that they do it based on free agent class. Is, is that something that players talk about and, and believe in? Oh, no, that's, that's a fact. It's not, it's, it's, yes, we, I mean, guys have talked about it, but, Um, I mean, in 2019, there's uh, there's a huge class of free agent pitchers uh, and then that's, quote unquote, the juice balls. And then uh, 2020 was a strange year with the covid uh, the covid season. But now that we're back to playing in a regular season with uh, a ton of shortstops or position players uh, that are going to be that are owed going to be paid a lot of money, like high high caliber players. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not a coincidence. And I, I think that if, yeah, I, I, that's definitely, it definitely is something that they do.
0: So some crazy, you know, X-Files, conspiracy theory level shit here. Um, I, I gotta be honest with you. At first I was kind of like, that's kind of weird. Like it's, it's not really, uh, it's kind of out of the box, but at the same time, shit is kind of lining up. I mean, Rob Manfred has always been, you know, the, the, the owners kind of like little puppet and has their backs because they're the ones who hold his job. So to try to knock a cup, a couple mil off of someone's contract by changing the ball. Um, I, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it seems like when, when, when they, when they push back on him, obviously on the clip and, and, and um, he was saying that players talk about it all the time and it's an indisputed fact. That's, that's just, that's just the way it is. I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of feel what's going on right now.
1: It just doesn't make sense to me because you're fuck saying yes. I get it. You're deadening the balls, so that should produce less offense. Mm-hmm. But some guys are having career years. Look at Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, he is breaking the fuck out.
0: Yeah, but a breakout is is better than a, is different than a career year. He's like just figuring it out. This could be what he is from now on. If you want to talk about resurgence, then you should talk about, I don't know, 90% of the guys on the Giants roster, Evelon Goria, Brandon Crawford, Buster Pote. You could talk about them. But Vladimir okay, Guerrero but, Jr. is not having a okay, breakout. He's not having a, okay, uh, a resurgence but, okay, season. This is who he is. Perfect example.
1: Perfect example, right? Yeah, dead in ball. Look at Brandon Crawford. Look, look at, at his Brandon power. Crawford.
0: Look at his hair. power
1: resurgence. The idea that they're dead in the ball to skew – the free agent market of five shortstops is insane. Right. Because it's the, I mean, just with like the law of averages, it's not going to work. All these guys, no matter how down of a year they have, they're going to get superstar money next year, regardless. I mean, look at Corey Seager. Corey Seeger is going to be out for shit. Another three, four weeks, maybe mm-hmm. he's still going to get 300 plus million dollars. Uh, I don't know about that okay his Aav is gonna be 30 plus million for sure uh, maybe really you're gonna be uh, sucking my maybe. dick after this because <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> oh uh, gosh no but just the idea that they would do that to skew the free agent market just doesn't make sense especially when you have a guy like trevor story i mean the guy plays in cores anyways i mean he's gonna hit bombs mm. it just it just i don't i don't buy it
0: I don't know. I always like conspiracy theories. They're, they're always really intriguing to me. Um, so but, do I, uh, but you also
1: have to come at them with a little bit of logic there, guys. That
0: is logic though. I mean, it, it's lining up the, the big uh, pitcher for agency, um, you know, the last couple of years. And then, um, you know, this year with the big uh, shortstop free agent class. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But look at the numbers. I, you know what? Yeah. You, you can talk about the top guys all you want. But less money is getting paid out on average. Like there's the mid level the, the mid level guys are not getting paid anymore like they used to. Mid level guys are getting one year deals, getting minor league deals when they have successful big league careers. So yes, the, the top two free agents might be getting it, but three, four, five, six, seven, they're getting less money. And that's just facts. I disagree. Big facts, no cap. God. The TikTok meme generations getting into <laughs> your brain; your brain's turning mush. TikTok over everything. Now let's get let's get to our teams. Now I, I feel like we should get into some games and talk about what's going on in San Francisco, uh, because we're the best team in baseball. I mean, I don't know uh, why why would we why would we hold that to last. Let's give the people what they want. Two um, weeks in two weeks. Giants- in two weeks. <laughs> you won't be <laughs> facts, you will no never see first place again you'll never see this face again um yeah giants were four and two um the 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 big storyline from from this week has to be the the 3 out of 4 from the cubs um i mean Gosh, freaking the the Cubs were so fucking hot coming into this series. So to to take three out of four from the and and it's not like they're on a downturn now. They just took a series against the Padres, who they just swept just before the series of the Giants. So, um, I I think I might print out the text you sent me. I know it was during the Rangers series. The text you sent me when you said "fuck," I uh, the I feel like the Giants are for real now. Uh, I might have to put that on a plaque and and put it over like where I here's, sleep at night. Here's all I'm gonna say. The Giants and the Dodgers
1: are so polar opposite in close games where the Giants, they just seem to be able to pull it out. I don't know. You know, that. <clears throat> that's, that's what I've experienced watching the games I've right. seen. Whereas the Dodgers yeah. in one run games have lost like 13, which is fucking absurd. Right. Um, but no, I think the Giants are legitimate. I don't think they're going to hang around first place. But I think they're certainly a contender for the wild card.
0: Here's the thing. I think I was probably the most optimistic take I've heard either on a Giants podcast, a baseball podcast, baseball writers, Giants writers, except for my man, uh, Travis, who I do the lives with every once in a while. He went a little overboard. I thought the Giants were from the, at the beginning of the year, thought they were going to win 93, 94 games. And I was like, Oh, that might be much, but he doesn't look so crazy right now. Ninety three, ninety four. it doesn't seem out of the question. Um, and honestly, before I was like, maybe they can get that second wild card. I strongly believe they can get that first wild card. I think they, they're playing better than the Padres and they, can, they are better than the Padres right now. Um, obviously, they're freaking just dick slap the Cubs. Um, and <sighs> listen, I know the Dodgers are the Dodgers. But it seems like the Giants have this depth of, you know, they don't have the stars that the Dodgers have, but they have this depth that's just working right now. The Dodgers have a lot of depth in a lot of areas, better roster than the Giants. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take that from them. But it just seemed like the depth pieces that they were trying to use, you know, the noisy, the DJ Peters just weren't working out, and it could snowball into a weird thing and. I don't know. I think the Giants might be able to be there. I don't think they're going to run away with this division and and create a huge gap, but they could come down last week where they're up there or they can, might be able to sneak in. If some weird things happen, like we've seen this last week. I mean, the Dodgers, I know they, uh, even after their huge, like little downfall, they still weren't exactly playing the best baseball after, you know, they got back to being normal. So I don't know. I I I feel like the Giants. I, I have the most faith in the Giants that I've ever had. Well, not ever, but that I've had. You know, since the beginning of the year, and I had a very optimistic take. So um, I think it's possible. But to get back to this Cubs series, um, I, I guess there's a couple things I, I want to highlight. Obviously, um, Dugger's the hottest dude in baseball, and he's just the guy. Um, Gosman, King of the North. <sighs> I don't. Know, I the second thing is, is I've just yeah. I said it, king of the north. Yeah. Um, so lame. Fucking. If if Jacob Degrom wasn't in the National League, oh my god, he'd be getting. I mean, um, what's, you an know, all-star game starter, no problem. He would get talked about all the time. But when you're in the same league as Jacob Degrom, it just doesn't happen. So, um, one thing I did I did want to mention over um now that Brandon Belt is back, I know. Belt is the guy, right? He is, has all this time, but God, his bat, his at bats are like, are, are painful at the beginning of the year. I was like, Oh, they like their, his approach. He might actually be able to stay for a year or two. And there's no fucking chance. Lamont Wade is just on fire. I, he looks so much better at first in the outfield. I know he's a, he's a better outfield than, than what he showed in, uh, in Texas last week. Couldn't catch that ball today. Am I right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, But, but I don't know. I I just feel like Lamont Wade should should get more at bats uh, and, and they can't DFA belt. Even if he was doing worse than he was that, you don't, there's no way that you treat that guy. And I, I don't think that he should be DFA'd, but I think sometimes you should be overlooked for some position um for for some starts and, and to give Wade that first base um you know, a, a lot more spots over there. Um but yeah, um to, to stop a hot Cubs team is is huge and it, it I think it solidifies that they're not just a team beating the shit out of shitty teams or actually hitting hot stopping hot streaks like they did with the Dodgers, stopping a hot streak with the like, like the Cubs. So uh, I think that made their stamp a little bit more legit. Um, the Rangers series, I was going to talk for the, this past week, I've been like, dude, I need to put Talkman as my dad. He is, he's going to be, you know, he's this and that. And he's, he's like, I understand like he's a, he's a good outfielder and, and the Albert Pujols catch. And it's like, but how long can you ride that out? And he was literally the last person I wanted up in that, in that situation when I was like, Oh, who's up next? Fuck. It's Talkman. Damn it. Let's hope he walks. Don't swing the fucking bat. And then that happens. So that buys you another week. Talkman. Talkman. talk man, you know, Batman, do you get, do you get why that's so funny though? <laughs> um, yeah. yes. So that, that buys him some time and I, you know, but Stephen Duggars is the hottest guy in the world. So he's going to get those starts in center field. Um, and then last, Oh yeah. Last thing I want to talk about in the, um, in the Rangers series, I got to give it up to my guy, Sam long, uh, slam, Sam long dong. Um, Guy who has been given up on a couple of organizations, was almost out of baseball, just destroyed in double-A, had one start in triple-A and just dropped dick, and then comes up and has seven seven strikeouts in four innings. I I, I understand. First of all, I hate bullpen games. Yeah, very good. I understand it's a shitty Texas team, but he still looks very good. I think this is a guy that until Webb gets back, I think you give them a starting spot, try to stretch them out to do five or six innings because these bullpen games, I think that's what lost us the game today. Um, You know, it was was a close game, but our bullpen was fucking tired because the bullpen pitched the entire game. So um, not a huge fan of the opener, but, you know, that's a whole other story. Um, And then when Webb gets back, if you want to control his innings, you just piggyback him with Sam Long. Hey, Webb, give me five innings. Long, go in for four innings. Close this thing out. That's how we play baseball, baby, gang gang. Um, also, the Giants had their 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 pride patch on their um, on their jersey the on the um, on the Cubs series and with the with the pride um colors in their hat. Not a lot of people bitched about it, but there was some. I know Susan Celester um posted an email she got about it. Uh, I just want to say one thing: if that bothers you, then you're a bitch and you should just not watch baseball. I don't understand why, including people that were persecuted and, you know, left out. Why that bugs you so much? Just like, don't even give the, oh, I refuse to. Then then stop watching. No one gives it. Literally, no one gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, it's literally just colors on a jersey just being like, hey, we're trying to grow the game. You guys are, you know, we want more people interested in, in, you know, kind of like a, a signal of you belong. And that can mean a lot to somebody. So, if that gets you butt hurt, fuck off.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't understand how inclusivity scares people. Like, oh god, everyone's welcome. Oh, oh no, like, get real. It's 2021. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch baseball anymore because of it, don't we don't need you
0: <laughs> we literally not... don't give a fuck yeah, yeah and like, it's not... And not i care. love how
1: they're like i won't give the giants organization my money cool that's not gonna hurt their bottom line at all
0: they don't care <laughs> <Not gonna laughs> they leave. don't they really don't uh yeah that was quick and then one get a little sentimental uh dwayne Kuiper was diagnosed with a medical condition where he has to go through chemotherapy. It's, it hasn't been disclosed what he has. I'm, I don't know if he just wants to keep it a secret, uh, just because chemotherapy doesn't necessarily mean it's cancer. Um, but you know, just, he's not going to do as many gains, but he's still going to be on the broadcast. So big thoughts and prayers to him. Um, and it's just sad, man. Like I know Kruko had a lot of, uh, health issues. Um, uh, but see Kipe going through this. It, it really sucks. Um, I, I mean, I know this might be a homer take, but they're one of, if not the best play calling in baseball. So, um, not, they're one of the best. They're one of the best. Yeah. They're I'll, I'll best. stick with that. I'll stick with that. Especially when, when Vin left there, they, they hopped up to at least top three. Um, yeah. Um, so i uh, thoughts and prayers with that guy and, 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 you know, love the, the city rallying around somebody. Um, and to end off talking about the San Francisco Giants, the first place San Francisco Giants, I'm going to go with my stud and dud of the week. And I'm going to go with dud so we can just knock it out of the way real quick. I'm sorry. My guy, um, fellow friends, fanboy, One uh, more Flores, I'm sorry, guy. I'm bummed that you're doing so bad right now. But you are. I mean, this guy is hitting – 83.083 083 for the week. It's not bad. I know he's going to get a lot of time because Longoria is out and Longoria was hot. So I, I, am not expecting you to be as hot as Longoria, but you got to do a little better than that, my guy. Um, I mean, he's not striking out a whole lot, um, but gosh, dude, I mean, doesn't really take walks that much. So. Wilmer, and you're not even a huge defensive guy either. So you gotta step it up just a little bit for me. Yeah, that's... I gotta talk about my dad. Oh, wh- what do you gotta say? What's up? No, no, no. I'm just I'm just chomping at the bit to talk about what the people really want to hear
1: with, you know. Oh, no, I, we'll get into how... it. We'll get
0: into it right now. The one thing people want to talk about, and that is my stud, which will be a guy who broke the record. I mean, even if his numbers weren't even there. This week, I'm sure I probably would have gave him the stud because he just broke the record for most gains by a shortstop in San Francisco history. But then you look at his last seven days, three home runs, a 538, not slugging percentage, not on base percentage. That's his average. Yeah, 1.3. Um, no, so, oh my gosh. I messed that up. It's a 1.3 slugging percentage and a 2.0 OPS. Insanity. Eh, insanity. Right. And, he, and this dude makes – it's still making the, the defensive plays. Extend this dude for another 10 years. I, it's, I, I don't know what else to do. Brandon Crawford, congratulations. You're the best. Best hair in the game. Fuck Trevor Story and Carlos Correa. Brandon Crawford for life, bitch. All right, cool. Now let's get into the thick of it. The
1: into the the thick. Dodgers opened up three games in Atlanta. Atlanta's not playing very well. But in true Dodger streaky fashion, they lose the series. They win the opener. They score eight runs. I have to have it in front of me. I forget how many hits we had. Four hits. Or we scored nine runs. Four hits. I mean. It's not good. Huge huge IQ play from Chris Taylor to start the scoring off on Friday with that ground ball the third running inside the baseline, which is legal going towards the plate, throw, hits him in the back. They score eight runs that inning without getting a hit. Eight runs without a hit. So that was, that was super fun. Truth be told, I was camping this weekend. The service was kind of spotty, so I didn't get to really watch any games. Would kind of get it on the radio, and then it would go out. Um, right. <clears throat> Sunday, I mean, they kept it kind of close. Or sorry, Saturday kept it kind of close. Um, Kershaw, Kershaw has had some bad starts recently. Uh, I also think he might be falling victim to the the sticky stuff, you know, later on his career. I think he might have been using it a little bit more. And then Sunday, dude, Trevor Bauer, I I think if you look at it, he hasn't given up a run in over like six weeks. That's not a home run. Mm. All his runs have been home runs if he can figure out how to not give up the long ball jesus christ
0: a fucking mvp if he could just not do the thing that makes him suck like right exactly great if he could just pitch better he
1: would be better (laughs) no i mean you know and he he strikes a coon out with one eye whoop-de-doo don't
0: really care um why, why even he, first of all why even chance that in a real game but second of all that's not even a disadvantage we've talked about it last time and yeah, but it was spring training who gives a fuck but
1: fuck off with so, that you know he he did he did strike him out twice that game so that's great but he gave up four homers <laughs> i think or let's see let's see the exact number
0: yeah if, if you're gonna do that that kind of antics you gotta win the game i'm sorry uh, I hate to be that guy. I hate – I I like bat flips and I like showing emotion and all that kind of stuff. But you don't bat flip when you're down five. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when you're down and you barely hit a, a dent in, in the lead, don't bat flip. You just look stupid. I, I would
1: like to strict what I said from the record. Bauer didn't give up any home runs on Sunday. <laughs> this was – I was thinking of his last start in St. Louis. Like I said, right. I wasn't able to watch this game or on the radio, so I just kind of watched highlights so it wasn't really fresh in my mind. Um, but I think the Dodgers pitching staff might just be sliding a little bit because maybe they're all starting to use uh, rosin and sunscreen now, where before they might have been using something else. But yeah, brings us to the Pirate series. Uh, Dodger game goes viral yesterday with Cabrian Hayes hitting a home run almost, and not because it didn't – quite go over the fence it cleared the fence homeboy didn't touch first base and i would defend cabrine hayes here a bit because so many people are i mean it's funny so it's fun to bag on him right right, but right. he didn't know if it, it he didn't know if it was going out and you can see right as he's making the turn to first base he's turning the jets on because he doesn't think the ball's getting out right so once if he doesn't realize that the ball has gone out until he hits second base, you can't go back to first now anyway. If you touch second uh, and then try to second. go back to first, you're out anyways. So at that point, you just got to hope to God that no one saw it. And that's and that's it. Still, should hit the, ba- the bag on the first try. Shouldn't have to go back. <laughs> um, but it was just crazy because when they reviewed it, I thought they were reviewing – Everyone thought they were reviewing if the ball went out, and it clearly did. You heard it hit mm. the foul pole. It's a home run. But then they showed the appeal and him missing the bag, and that was just great. Um Bueller pitched lights out yesterday. Uh he's you know, he has that that RPM going down a little bit, but I mean he's still he's still shoving. Maybe the, the blister issue doesn't come back. Ever again now? Yeah,
0: that could be a um, So he
1: looked good. Currently it is the top of the ninth, two outs. We got a man on first. Justin Turner is up, who has two solo home runs. He counts for both runs. Three for four today. Um, so hopefully we can pull this one out. Kenley, Kenley's coming in for the four out save, got the last out in the eighth inning. Um, but while we're waiting for this game to to close, I think I'll hit you with my stud and done of the week. Hit it. Stud without question. Walker Buehler pitched mm. a gem. He's five and zero this year. He's, he's, he's looking great. I mean, he is just pitching very well. Like we said, even with the down in RPM, I mean, he's still shoving and my boy Walker Bueller had two hits yesterday. So my boy, he's, he's pressing Clayton Kershaw for that silver slugger award. He's coming at mad bum. He's coming at Granky. He's taking that silver slugger.
0: Um, so basically, I mean, but, if any Dodger pitcher gets hits, they're gonna be your dead for the week. I mean, sorry, your God. stud for the week. My bad. No, like Uris I, and well, It just so it just
1: so happens when the Dodgers pitch a gem, they somehow get hits too. But for my dud of the week, I was kind of torn. Mm. I had two guys in mind. I had Justin Turner and Mookie Betts. Mm. But given that Turner has accounted for both runs today, I'm going with Mookie Betts, who had one good game in Atlanta. But, I mean, the dude is just not playing. He's just not playing up to his capability. I mean, he's batting, let's see, 251, five home runs, 21 RBIs, an OPS of 796. It's just, it's just not there. It's not. He's just not playing up to his capability. The defense is there, but he needs to turn it up. You know, we talk about the Dodgers being super streaky, and that's what's really hurting them. And I think it starts with Mookie Betts. I mean, he's kind of turned into that heart and soul of the team. Him with Justin Turner. The Turner's not playing that well. Bellinger's not playing that well. I mean, they're coming. Bellinger's coming back from injury, but consistency is what I'm looking for, and the Dodgers don't have it quite yet. And someone else, just quick note, I thought about putting it out of the week, but I thought that would be cruel and too soon. Okay. Tony Gonsolin started the game today. Great to see the Catman back, back on the mound. Uh, okay. Went one and two-thirds, walked five guys. Oh. Only gave up, only ended up giving one run, giving up one run, but they the the control just wasn't there and you know right it's his first time pitching in a game since last season since the world series so we'll give him a break but i think the dodgers might be going with the the same thing you were describing with sam long and logan webb uh the piggyback tony gonsolin david price i think that would be a perfect marriage you got a righty you got a lefty two guys right. that are traditionally starters two guys that have proven that they could be somewhat elite. I mean, David Price was an elite starter. Tony Gonsolin right. has that potential. I think that would be great. And it just kind of sucked because the whole thing today was like, we have five starters again, no more bullpen games. And Victor Gonzalez had to come in in the second inning. So hopefully as the season goes on.
0: Pretty much a bullpen t- game.
1: Yeah. Tony Gonsolin gets his length back, gets his control back. And we just kind of start rocking and rolling. Um but some bad news, Scott Alexander just got transferred to the 60 day IL, so not planning on seeing him anytime soon. He has at least probably a month left on the IL, so
2: mm.
1: but yeah, the Dodgers are coming. We're coming. Oh no, did we oh, just how the tables right have
0: turned? Oh, how the turntables, <laughs> Giants are going to fit us up this road trip in Washington, yes. They don't have a good record, but they are facing Scherzer, so uh, a little scary. So that rotation is always uh, pretty worried. I'm really hoping for. Uh, I mean, I obviously want to do two out of three, and then you know they they go back home and they face the Diamondbacks. I'm hoping for another two out of three. But fuck, dude, Washington's pretty tough, and we've been dominating. You know, Arizona. So uh, I just, I mean, you can't win every single game you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do an average of a... I'm going to go another 4-2 and two this week. Uh, we're going to take both series, or we're going to lose the series against the Nationals and sweep the Arizona. One of those two. Right. <clears throat> so for the Dodgers coming up, we're finishing off in Pittsburgh
1: tomorrow at 9.30 a.m., which I big fan of. It's really nice waking <laughs> up in the morning and laying in bed watching baseball. I love it. Um, I don't know if you're
0: sarcastic re- or you're being serious. I can
1: never No, it's perfect. I have to take my car in for an oil change at like nine and then mm. just leave it there and then come home and watch baseball. It's great. Anyways, <clears throat> Dodgers finished up in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Then they come home Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three game series against the Rangers. Then a three game series against the Phillies at home. I'm hoping for a five and two week finish the sweep of Pittsburgh tomorrow and then win both series against the Phillies and the Rangers. I mean, Texas, not a good team whatsoever. No. Philly, also not a very good team. And then, you know, we all know Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has the two biggest blunders of the Major League Baseball season with the running Javi Baez back to home and not touching first on the home run. I mean, (laughs) these guys are – Clowns, the clown difference is they're the definitely baseball.
0: not DFA and Key Brian Hayes. That's that's definitely not going to happen. Well, of
1: course not. <laughs>
0: um, you know, so hopefully,
1: hopefully that that happens. And then also, Tuesday, the 15th, is the mm-hmm. reopening day of Dodger Stadium in all the stadiums in California. Um, 100% capacity. So, with the way things have been going, I'm kind of excited for it. I don't yeah. feel being a vaccinated individual, much to uh, Aubrey Huff's dismay, <laughs> I, I'm excited. i excited. That got, guy,
0: you can quote me on that.
1: Yeah, I got four games scheduled that I'm going to. Uh, it'll be nice on TV watching a game with potentially 50,000 people. So, yeah. The world's healing. See, That's it's a good does time. seem Not so much the world. The United States is. The world is a little behind, <laughs> yeah. but. True. We'll, we'll we'll get there. Dodgers win two one. Kenley shuts the door. He slammed that door shut. Comes in for the four out Not ass, okay. Catches a liner from Cabrian Hayes. Dodgers two games back of the Giants. Half game ahead of Sounds the Padres. Insane. Second place. Um. Yeah. Two weeks from now, you'll be looking at the first place Los Angeles Dodgers. You can quote me on that. As always, this episode is brought to you by renovation candle company where summer candles are out now you know the drill go pick up some some beautiful candles so
0: whatever you want they got it keep us paying that's right don't smell like shit don't let your room smell like shit uh thank you so much for listening make sure to follow us on your favorite podcasting platform hit subscribe hit subscribe on youtube help us grow comment like do all that good stuff set that notifications banging. follow us on twitter uh, Cleared P. Follow us on Instagram, Bench Clear Podcast. And on TikTok, is Clear. And I think that's everything. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week, maybe even sooner.